everyone. Welcome back to In the Mind of a Conspiracy Theorist. Man, I got to tell you, I got to tell you, we're dealing with a genius. And I'm being serious when I say this. Nancy Pelosi is actually playing for keeps. She is playing the hand that she has been dealt, but she's saying that she, you know, there's only supposed to be four aces in the hand. She's got five aces and doesn't realize that people know that she's cheating. What am I talking about? Nancy is talking about going into using the 25th Amendment to be able to find that the president would not be of sound mind to hold the office in which he has been elected. And in doing so, she is essentially, everyone else is sitting there saying, oh, she's doing this because Trump got uh, COVID and they're trying to, again, take away from Trump. No, I think they know that they're going to do what they can to steal the election in November. I really, really do. And it's no different than what George W. Bush did back in 2000 and uh, whenever he was going up against Al Gore and you had the whole thing with the Chads. And in all honesty, you know, to be honest, Al Gore should have been the president, but he wasn't the one that was being picked. That that actually, whenever Bill Clinton was being um, impeached for using his cigar and putting it in places that weren't the right lips to be puffing on it, that you would have uh, Al Gore was having a lot of the, the, the responsibilities being given to him because of what Congress had done. So when you had the election, they, they knew that Al Gore was really going to be the one that was going to win. And they, they, you could see, but he wasn't the one that was picked by the deep state. So what ended up happening is they had it go to the Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court judges said, stop counting the chads. This is stuff through the Electoral College. This is through this, this, and this. And they literally handed the, the election over to George W. Bush. Now, in American history, that had never happened. The judicial system had never enacted anything that was to go against the election or picking uh, a candidate over someone else. And they did this, and the American people seemed to be okay with it. They had gotten tired of hearing about the chads. They got tired of hearing about this political jargon. They just wanted to have a president. They wanted the election to be over. And so they gave it to the Republicans to a Republican, and I think there was a lot of willing and dealing going on behind closed doors. And the right palms got greased so that George W. Bush would be the President of the United States. And the Supreme Court ruled in that favor. Now, flat, fast forward. We're now in the year 2020. 20 years have passed. Well, we see that in the, the election with Obama, that all of a sudden, another thing took place in the election is that it had never been that you could go to a polling place, and as long as you had a, a uh, identification, and you showed that identification, you could go and vote at the polling place of your choice, as long as you had an ID. And then you would sit there and say, no, I've not gone and um, voted anywhere else. Well, with the first election of for Obama, you had a lot of things that were coming in that, that he, there was more votes in certain preset, pre, uh, certain areas that was larger than the actual population of alive people that lived there. 
and it would it, it become aware that wait a second, um, how is this possible? How can you have let's say two thousand residents, but yet you have six thousand votes? And I'm not exaggerating. You can see this and look it up for yourselves. Certain areas were having this much of an impact, and it was known that if you were able to show your identification, you would be able to vote. And with this, you were having these things that was just unheard of. So a second time our election uh, has been rigged. The first was the Supreme Court acting as if it was the final authority on who to put into office. The next time that we were having a, a role reversal, which, which dealt with Obama, you were having this thing that had never been done before, never happened before. And, you know, they capped that under wraps, and then it was known that, you know, he was not really born in America. He was born in Kenya. He was raised in Kenya, and they try to keep this under wraps, and they try to keep on the down low. But this was another bait and switch. This was to sit here and go, hey, you think that you know what's going on, but you really don't know what's going on. We pick who we want. You just think that we are, that you have a voice. Now, some people will tell you that your vote doesn't count, and I heard something today by... Jesse DePlantis, not Jesse DePlantis. What was his name? Um, was it Jesse DePlantis? No, where uh, the governor, the wrestler. Jesse Ventura. Jesse Ventura, thank you. Jesse Ventura comes out and he says, look, they make the, the election two-sided automatically. People are just going to sometimes go in, they will only vote for their party, the Republican Party or the Democratic Party. Instead of going and doing research about the individuals that are running so you know where they stand on their platform, you see how they've actually um, held themselves within, uh, you know, and what their beliefs are, he said that they should just get rid of the Republican and Democrat and independent on the ticket and that you go in, vote for the candidate that you know, and you just go in and that's how you would do it. That would be ideal. Because my grandfather used to tell me, he says, if you don't vote, then you have no right to say whatever happens for the next four years or the next six years. If you don't vote, then you lose your voice. Now, a lot of people argue and say, well, we don't have our voice anymore, and that, you know, and there's a lot of truth to that. But if you would go in and elect people based off of what you believed, what fits within your ideology, and not go with a political party... That would change the dynamics of how voting would be done. And what Pelosi is wanting to do, this would undo just that. It would undo everything because if someone went in, they would not be voting one side of the ticket. It wouldn't be rigged for one or the other to gain power off and on throughout the next four, six, eight years. And so with this, you're seeing that... Pelosi is bringing up the 25th Amendment and is a speaker suggesting invoking the 25th Amendment for, and for the future. Now, a lot of people think that she's doing this because she's wanting to take Trump out of office. Well, Trump has been, they've been trying to get Trump out of office for the past three years, at least that's the way they've put it towards people in, um, uh, out there for, for people to be eating up. And what this is to do is to, is to literally to trigger your patriots. You're constitutionalist. 
And it's to sit there and be like, I'll be damned if you're going to take my man out of office illegally. If you're going to take my my man out of office. And so with this, you're having this, this now this pushback. And this is what they're wanting. This is the divide and conquer. At the same time, they're going to want people to feel as if the elections are so rigged and that they're so biased that they, well, they've been disheartened since George W. Bush and Obama, and now we're at Donald Trump, and now that people are starting to become really aware and being paying attention to their surroundings and recognizing that, you know, things aren't as they seem. Now, I do find it interesting as this big thing has taken place against pedophiles, that all of a sudden now pedophiles are coming out of the woodworks as if they have their own pride parade to go to, as if they should be proud of being fucking pedophiles. And so you see legislation in California, the same legislation, they're now trying to make it federalized where it will be a federal law. And this is something that's under Pelosi. This is what she, her, her leadership in, her, in the Democratic Party within Congress right now, this is what they, she is pushing. And there is legislation to try and make it where if you are 10 years or older and the child is that age and is of consent, then you, you cannot be tried as a pedophile or a sex offender. Well, as this is taking place and that your, your, your tried and true uh, patriots are going, oh, hell no, you're not going to take away my child's innocence. Now you're calling up for arms. And this is what we're seeing. These are tactics where they will throw these tactics out there into the arena and they will sit there and uh, try to get a reaction. The reaction that they're wanting is the reaction of a civil war. Everything that is happening is that they're wanting a complete and absolute civil war where the country would have to be declared as martial law. The military would have to be enacted, not in the National Guard, but the actual military. Now, a lot of people think that the military would not take arms up against American citizens. That depends on what their personal views are. Some of them will be more than happy to take up arms because it will give them higher ranks. You saw this take place in communist China. These same tactics, these same things happen in Russia, Moscow. They also happen in Germany. They have happened in Iraq. So this is a tactic that has been on the forefront that I think is a tactic that the Jesuits push in. But that's my personal thoughts. So what is the 25th Amendment that Nancy Pelosi is trying to force? The 25th Amendment, and if you don't have a copy of the Constitution of the United States, please go to Soho Books, S-O-H-O Books. They do not sponsor this podcast, but they are very good at getting the, uh, the Constitution out and in your hands in a quick hurry. I've had mine for many years. Mine's really tattered from use. I keep it with me at all times. Um. Because this is where everything is hinged. Your, your state law, 
your uh, county law, your your city law, all has to follow under the mandates of the Constitution. If it does not, then it is a law that is made in contrary to the Constitution, and that in itself is unlawful. You cannot enact laws or create laws in uh, outside the judicial system, outside of Congress and the Senate, outside of the Constitution of the United States of America. This is what every federal uh, judge, every federal courts has to appear to, and even civil courts and state courts have to also abide by the Constitution. So it's good to have the Constitution on hand. So that if you ever deal with something that you feel is going against your constitutional rights and you're familiar with your Constitution, then you will know if that law is lawful or unlawful to be enacted upon you. Now, this deals with the president's uh, disability or secession. This was ratified on uh, February 10th, 1967. And this deals with dealing typically if you have the death of a president, uh, the vice president shall become president. If uh, the vacancy is the president gets taken out, then you would have the vice president would take a spot. Now, if the vice president and the president are found unfit and not able uh, to hold the office, then Congress would enact the Speaker of the House of Representatives. And she knows this. She knows that Joe Biden, as she's sitting there making you think she's referring to uh, Donald Trump, what this will do is that all of a sudden, with them having all these mail-in ballots, and let me tell you something, if you can't go to your fucking place to go vote, and stand in line, then why the hell are you going to Walmart, Target, food lines, your grocery stores, Aldi's, wherever, Ikea? Why, why, why are you able to go out to these big mega chain stores? And COVID doesn't seem to actually be affecting anyone. Now, let me tell you, I am not saying that COVID is not an actual thing. I, my mom right now is having to deal with COVID-19. My mom is a very healthy, she goes to the gym like religiously, she is a fit. Matter of fact, you put me next to her, you would not believe that she was my mom because that's how young she looks, that's how healthy she eats, that's how healthy she's been. And now she is test positive for COVID and she is actually really sick. So I cannot sit here and say that COVID is a fake, this is not a real Disease. I really do think it is. I think that it's been engineered to react to people who get the flu shot. I really do. When you start looking into the RNA, rewritable uh, DNA, and you recognize that this is something that, that Bill Gates has been pushing, and we'll talk about this in a future podcast about old Billy Gates, um, the Gates he's trying to open from hell with his vaccine push. We are seeing in this, um, in this, in our country, that is falling apart. So as as we're being told that Pelosi is willing to submit the Twenty Fifth Amendment to take out a seating president, you have mail-in ballots. All of a sudden, let's say with the mail-in ballots, Joe Biden wins. Okay, first of all, that's highly corrupt and it's proven it doesn't work, but. It would it would be the ultimate thing of saying, hey, our our voting, our our the, the patriots will sit there and say, the voting 
is rigged. Deep State is in control. Deep State is manipulating Deep State. And they will be ready to be right to bear arms. And they'll be ready to march Donald Trump back into the presidency. Because they will believe that it has been stolen from him through these mail-in ballots. That clearly Joe doesn't know Joe. And Joe doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. You, if he does have a teleprompter. But see, that's the same, same thing, too, with Obama. Obama had to have a teleprompter. See... What I have now recognized is that we have no longer voted for sound-minded leaders. We have voted for sound speakers, people that are willing to read the script and follow the script to the T. Now, I will be honest with you. I have said this on other things. You have the light and the dark of magic fighting right now. I do believe that Trump is a part of that light, white, false light, Lucifer, uh, light, and that he's going against the the darker, the darkness, the, the cesspool. I talked about this in another podcast. And I believe that uh, in doing so, he's resonating something within the conservatives. He's resonating something within the working class people. He's resonating something within individuals that goes, he's got my my views. He's got my back. He has been put here by God. Question is, what God has put him there? That's the question you should ask. You should always know who, because God is a generic name. You need to know the one true God's name is Yehovah, and his son, Yahushua HaMashiach, Jesus Christ. But we can get in that too. in another one. You can see a thing where I talk about the, uh, the, is the revival within us. is a podcast that I did. You can see that. Uh, where podcasts are held. But we're now seeing that people are resonating and seeing him as he is the leader that God himself has ordained him to be in that position like Cyprus. And in doing so, he's going to bring America back to its core values. Now, we have seen the attack on values, on traditional marriage, on own families, and and we've seen the attack of the atomic family, downgrading uh, men into sound bites and as imbeciles. We have seen this done on TV and in movies, and it's just been something that's trickled down. I remember growing up, uh, loving uh, marriage. Um, I, uh, you had Al Bundy. And, you know, he was a typical white male, wanted to watch his sports, put his hands in his pants and sit there and be literally oblivious just going through the paces because this is what he was accustomed to. But now what we're seeing is, is that you have someone that is speaking like what men can recognize, where men talk with men, and I'm talking about true men, where they shoot the shit with their fellow guys, have a beer, kit back and they have God talk. Something that a lot of women would probably find extremely offensive. You really heard how guys talk to one another about things and typically it is just to bolster up your 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 own male ego. But with that, you're seeing that that he is resonating with that audience. He is resonating that with that uh, um, that class of people, and that's not a bad thing. 
that means that we are all different and we need to look at it that way and realize that you don't need to be a carbon copy to be accepted. And so with this, but what Pelosi is doing is more or less knowing that uh, Joe Biden is not of sound mind, knowing that he has clearly signs of dementia, clearly signs that there's, you know, there's a few fries short of a whole Happy Meal up in his brain, that she can enact this and take the presidency and her being the Democratic House, uh, the Speaker of the House, be able to manipulate how Congress will work and be able to destroy what they've been trying to destroy ever since 2000. This has been in the works for decades. They have been destroying the uh, the voting system for a long time. And they have allowed the American people to see the cracks in, in the perfect that you to, used to be like the, the idea of the, how the rest of the world would look at and say that's that's how we need to vote. We need to vote and be like America. And that's how other countries would do it as they go by our example. Now they've seen in 2000 and then in 2008 and now in 2016 and now coming up 2020, they're showing that the, the voting is not as sound and as secure as we would like to think that it is. So the rest of the world is watching and seeing the cracks showing. And so Nancy Pelosi is looking to be able to take this uh, uh, this 25th Amendment and use it. Speaker Nancy Pelosi's legislation on invoking the 25th Amendment for the future presidents. That's what she says. Donald Trump reacts behavior, uh, recent behaviors um, are analyzed by John Pelosi, really, really, former uh, Senator Barack, uh, successor of President Barack Obama, which is interesting because we know that he's a pedophile. And isn't it interesting how the pedophiles have just come out of the woodworks and they're not afraid, they're, 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 they're now pushing this that, as if they have a type of pride to be behind the fact that they're pedos. And now you're seeing that this big push of having legislation to be forced, even Pelosi's trying to work into the same thing that went through in California, finding ways to make this a federal law that if you are 10 years or older and the child is at 10 years or older, then you can have the, the age of consent. And that takes away from having anyone to register as a, as a um, sex offender. But it would be... It's just, it's just, it's sick. Look it up. Look it up. I, I would go into that, but I want to, I don't want to get on that tangent at the moment. There's no question that Trump's behavior triggers Congress or legislation based on his um, section of the 25th Amendment that permits Congress to set up a alternative to the cabinet to review if the president is fit to carry out the duties of his presidency. Now, the interesting thing is, is that they're trying to say that because he got covid COVID-19. Well, one of the thing about COVID and with my mom having it, it doesn't mess with your mind. It doesn't make you uh, act in any other way other than how you would when you have the flu. The one in which we should be paying attention to is Joe Biden. 
and recognizing that this is really who. When she says the future presidents, she's not referring to just Donald Trump. She's referring to Joe Biden and referring to taking Biden out of the equation whenever he's elected, saying you couldn't read from a teleprompter, you couldn't even do a debate, you couldn't do this, you're not fit to be president. Take away the presidency and the 25th Amendment, causing the patriots to rise up in doing so, causing her to have to for, uh, call martial law in doing so, where it would not be the National Guard rising up their arms against um, America citizens. It would be our military boys and girls that would have to make a decision. Am I doing my constitu constitutional duty? And I, I'm here to tell you, as a, as a military brat, our military is the best military. Our boys and girls are absolutely, absolutely the greatest them going in and serving. If I could, if I didn't have cancer, I would have. My whole family has been. But when I got cancer, I could not serve. And But I, I look at our military and I know that those boys and girls, they love this country for what they have to go through and what they do to protect us, to give us these rights that apparently the ones in power want to squander and squash or throw away. I know. Now, if they look at the Constitution and they read the Constitution, and if you know uh, someone that's in the military, give them a copy of the Constitution. Tell them to read it. That's what they're actually giving their oath to. Not only are they giving that to their oath, but they're doing that so as a part of the American people. And so with that, we need to understand that when they know that that's what they're protecting, then they'll actually know if the people that's giving them the orders, are they actually giving orders that fall under the Constitution? Or are they giving orders in contrary to the Constitution? This is very important to make in clarification to our boys and girls and to our military and to everyone. And this goes for even the patriots out there that are wanting to take this country and take it back to being the great country that it is. Please look at the Constitution. Get a copy of the Constitution. Read the Constitution. Recognize that these people are lawyers. These people are manipulators. And these people have been doing this political dance longer than we have been alive, some of us. But at the same time, they know that the Constitution was no longer being taught in the public education. And when they no longer had you say, I pledge allegiance to the flag in the, in the classroom, and they took out prayer, then what you're seeing is, is the fact that you're changing the ideology that, that, that makes up the individual child to understand that country comes first. Your political views in this country, your religious views in this country does come second. And that one thing you have to understand is, is that this country was made for everyone. And we have a few people that believe that they are the ones that should be the ones that says, yes, who is allowed to speak, who is not allowed to speak, who is allowed to do this, who is not allowed to do this, who's allowed to have this freedom, and who's not allowed to have this freedom. And I ask that you, you take a look and understand that these things are taking place and happening. Nancy Pelosi's no fool. She's telling you what she's, plan what she's planning. She's letting you know what they're planning. And in doing so, 
to take away a seating president, his authority, based off the fact that he is mentally unfit, that's a slippery slope. Because they know that Obama was born in Kenya. They know that George W. Bush didn't win against Al Gore. There is a deep state. And this deep state has been enacted ever since Operation Paperclip. Ever since Operation Paperclip, look it up. We brought communists, we brought Nazis from Germany to the United States to work on our space program, which we can get in the future about what the world looks like if it's really a spinning globe or is it flat. We can get to that de debate in a future podcast. But I'm going to tell you right now, everyone's looking at this election. And they're looking at it around the world because the world knows that if America's elections fall and fail coming November, that the rest of the free free uh, free world will no longer they will no longer be free because it is America that holds that fabric, holds that thread of keeping freedom. Alive, that you can believe how you want to believe, you can love who you want to love, and you can be who you want to be. And that your rights only go so far as my rights go, and my rights only go so far as your rights. And that we need to recognize that if they take away one of our rights, that means they could take away anyone's rights. And that is why it's so detrimental to the world of what happens this election. Whether you believe that it's going to go, that you believe that your vote counts or not, you need to still vote. You need to vote for people that you have the same views and the same ideology that, that will actually represent you as an individual. Once we start doing that, then we can actually take back the two parties. We can take back the Republican Party. We can take back the Democratic Party because then we will start basing people off what the Constitution says, not what their political agenda says. And if we get back to having people we actually look at and say, okay, let's see how you voted dealing with what is in the Constitution and what the Constitution says. And you find out that they voted majority of their life against things that was actually in the Constitution and they vote for things that were not in the Constitution, it was just on their political agenda, then that's the people you know you need to cut that, cut them out because that's cancer. And that cancer needs to be cut out, and it needs to be done away with. And it doesn't matter if you're a Republican. It doesn't matter if you're a Democrat. It doesn't matter if you're an Independent. If somebody is not upholding what the Constitution says, then they are a cancer to this nation, and they don't need to be in a, in a, in a way of authority or in the position of making laws that would be unlawful to our Constitution. And we need to pay attention to our surroundings. Now, me, I'm going to tell you, and this, you can, you can take it however you want to, but the thing that I am concerned about, and I am a Christian, and I know as Bible prophecy, America's not in, America as we know it is not in, um, in the world in the same way because the saints the Christians the followers of Jesus Yahushua they have to be no they have to be silenced they have to be oppressed and um, 
I'm seeing things happening right now with the COVID and everything else is going on with the vaccine coming out. I'm seeing a lot of things that are like red flags. Now, I'm not saying that we are in the end times. I don't believe in saying that we're in the end times because I am, as a theologian, I believe we've been in in the end times ever since Jesus Christ was born. And ever since he died on the cross and was raised from the uh, grave, that's when time has been ticking down. But what I am saying is, is that we are seeing things taking place and in a way to sit here. And if we have a civil war, one in which the patriots are going to rise up to take back this nation, and then you have your little Antifa and Black Lives Matter movements, which are narcissists and also um, communist in nature and they rise up and you have the liberal college students the millennials and all those and Generation Z and all this zombies is what I've been calling it Generation Zombies and the millennials then you'll see that this unrest between those two are going to hit head on and we will be in a civil war um like we were back in uh, Reagan, uh, back in when uh, uh, Lincoln was the first Republican president. And um, he went by the values and by the rules of what the Constitution said. And a lot of people didn't like that he was uh, very much for what the Constitution said. And he took the Constitution literal. That was the interesting thing. It had become that the Constitution had become more of a figurative or more of a a placeholder that really didn't have any it had meat, but it was not something that was being implemented to the fullest and then we have now where people are really looking at the Constitution saying reading it and understanding that their local laws, their state laws, and the federal laws are in contradicting to the Constitution. And if those laws are in contradiction to the Constitution, then they are unlawful to be a law in the United States. And when people get angry, when people's had enough, and people want to lash out, and people want to do, you know, um, let's just be honest, when they feel like they've been pushed in the corner, they're going to come out swinging. If that happens, then yes, this nation will crumble just like every other great nation has crumbled in the past, that when you allow the cancer to infect the people and the people become disheartened and the people lose faith in their government, then their government becomes ineffective. Just food for thought. But there's more to this 25th Amendment jargon that she's saying. I just want to make you aware of it. As always, please pay attention to your surroundings because you never know what lies in the corner. Have a good one, guys.